welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about Lisa Fritch and her company, Agile 5 Technologies. Lisa, are you ready to get down to business? Let's do it. All right, Lisa, I'm so glad to have you on our podcast to share your story. Lisa Fritch is the owner of Agile 5 Technologies, headquartered in Fairmont, West Virginia. Of course, that's Marion County. Agile 5 Technologies specializes in information technology services of design, development, testing, integration, and the O&M of enterprise software systems for government agencies. Founded in 2011, Agile 5 is a certified women-owned small business and SBA certified as a qualified hub zone small business. To encourage economic development, Agile 5 is committed to hiring local professionals in historically underutilized business zones, that's hub, hub zone, including areas surrounding their corporate office in Fairmont. Agile 5 was formed with the goal of providing efficient software solutions while reducing cost and exceeding customer requirements. Every member of their executive team brings unique insight and vision into solving the complex problems faced by their customers. In 2016, Agile 5 Technologies received the West Virginia Woman-Owned Small Business of the Year Award. I invited Lisa on the show today to talk about her company and share her story and to give our audience some valuable insight into her business in West Virginia. Lisa, take a minute, fill in some g- gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Okay, Jim. Well, Agile 5 Technologies was initially formed in 2011, and there were five initial founders for the company. There were four engineers who had worked together on a previous project, and they had found that when they worked together, uh, the synergies they had between them really, um, it seemed to flow for Mm -hmm. them, and they were able to get more done together than they would have been able to do individually. Um, And they they were looking at coming off of a contract, and they would not be able to work together any longer. Hmm. So at that time, I was working on my MBA. We have these four individuals who are really, truly the IT masters of Agile 5 Technologies. And it just timing was perfect for us to make a go at setting up a company and seeing what we could do to bring a little more technology focus into West Virginia for us to be able to work together and um, keep that, com- that, that cohesiveness together and mm-hmm. hopefully grow something of value here in North Central West Virginia. Yeah, so you had this great chemistry working on a project, a contract together. The contract's about to yes. expire, and you guys say, hey, let's just keep this thing going. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you, um, it's 
it has been quite the adventure, lots of ups <laughs> and downs. Um, <laughs> you know, I am actually not the IT professional. I am the business the business person for the company. Yeah. And I had gotten my MBA right before we started the company. So bringing together that skill set with what I had learned um, turned out to really be a good combination. Yeah. And I've been really pleased with um, how things have managed to progress. But I have to, I have to do a shout out to the other co-founders, um, Adam Leach, Chet Tobri, and Peter Fritsch. They have had, they've been instrumental in the success of the company. And they have been the people who have div- driven the IT vision for the company. Yeah, yeah. So, so Lisa, you get your MBA. I mean, how did you how did you actually get started in say government work? This this whole idea of technology and IT services for government contracts. How did you get started in that? So, there's actually a lot more government um, work in North Central West Virginia than people realize. Yeah. Uh, Department of Energy. You have NIOSH, you have CDC, you have Department of Justice. There are all kinds of things, NASA, in this area. So when we initially got, we started the company, these four engineers that I had referenced previously, they were working together on a federal contract. And with federal contracts, they have a certain finite period of time, and then the contract's over, and everyone who worked on the contract goes in a different direction. You know, yeah. that you have to go and you have to find where the work is. Mm-hmm. My husband actually had started in federal contracting as soon as he graduated from West Virginia University in 1998. So I was familiar with it, but that was not where my background was. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, it was, it was really um, an interesting, just natural evolution of the two of us talking and then him, him actually looking at the rest of the team he'd been working with and saying, you know what? we got ourselves a good group here. We need to keep this together. We need to see what we can do. And I've been working on my MBA. I, I've always wanted to start a company. So this just all, it just all felt right. Yeah, that's great. What's your 30-second elevator pitch for Agile 5 Technologies? Agile 5 Technologies is a small business that specializes in legacy software systems and their migration and development using Agile methodologies. We have managed to work on a number of premier projects at the Department of Justice, and we're excited to support all of our clients, our current clients, as well as future clients in their, basically, you know, it's, we, you know, we want to be able to, to help our current clients as well as any future clients with their IT development needs, particularly when it comes to migrating their systems into more modern technologies or mm. One of the things we're really excited about right now is the movement of a lot of these IT systems into the cloud. Yeah, so that's huge. That's been one of the focuses we've been doing. Yeah, and it's it's something that I mean there is so much cost savings to be had there that um, it's one of the things we talk with our clients about, and we've managed to help our current clients take a number of their systems and migrate them to the cloud and. I mean, you see, you see instant saving, savings yeah. because you're not having to take care of hardware and, you know, you don't have to continually add hardware. It's, it's been a very interesting journey to see how this has worked. Yeah. We've been trying to stay on the cutting edge of the latest technologies, though, because that's, that's one of the things we want to see West Virginia become a leader in. Yeah. And we think we have the ability to do that. That's awesome. Lisa, what would you say is the thing you're most excited about for your company right now? Oh boy, I'll tell you, there's 
there's a lot of things that um, we're very excited about. Really, the cloud is the main focus that we have right now in our in our pipeline in terms of really exciting things we can do to help our clients save money, to um, be able to use the latest and greatest technologies and bring them in and help these clients not only save money, but also add in um, different services, different things that maybe they didn't even know they needed. Um, it's a lot cheaper when you're able to do that and your IT system is based in the cloud yeah. because a lot of these things, there's already products developed. Instead of having to develop things from scratch, you can take things that are already developed and plug them in. It's it's just been a really exciting journey for us. And and I have to say, in particular, we uh, we were named one of the 20 most exciting small businesses in AWS wow. um, recently in the CIO Review magazine. So. Wow. It's definitely something we're behind. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that for sure. Lisa, what's the geographic market that you serve? You mentioned, you know, obviously you're headquartered in Fairmont, West Virginia. What's the geography that you serve? Where are those, where's your, where are your clients? Our clients actually are throughout the state. We have people in Monongalia, Marion, Harrison, and all the way down to the capital in Charleston. Mm -hmm. um, we have both commercial and federal clients. And so we're always looking to find a clients who have that need and aren't quite sure how to bridge from where they are now to where they need to go with their technology. One of the other things that we do, and, and it's certainly been cutting edge, is being able to develop mobile applications mm -hmm. um, for cell phones. And of course, that everybody has a cell phone. I don't even know if people really do that many searches now on a standalone computer. Mm. Um, but these are apps that are designed just to work on cell phones. They're in the app store, such as um, the iPhone app store or the Android app store. And designing those has been a really interesting experience. Yeah. We've been working with a lot of people from WVU to find students who are interested in learning that technology. And we've been training them up on that so that they not only can get a feel for the skill set they're going to need when they, when they come out into the job market, but also so they understand that if they want to stay in West Virginia, there are opportunities here to make that happen. Yeah. Lisa, how many employees do you have? Um, we're anywhere between 25 and 30. Wow. Um, it kind of goes up and down based on the contracts we're working on and the degree of commercial work that we have in our pipeline. Yeah. Um, and we almost always have uh, between two and five interns from the local universities working with our staff. That's great. Well, that's a nice size company. What? Uh, so you're originally from West Virginia, Lisa? I am, yes. Yeah. Uh, born and raised in Morgantown and very proud to be able to stay in the state and yeah. um, hopefully, hopefully diversify the economy in a direction outside of the traditional industries that the, the state has been focused on. Um, and then all of the rest of my partners also are West Virginia natives, and they're from Grafton, Fairmont, Kaiser, West Virginia. So we, we have a lot of West Virginia natives who have the same interest and desire to, to be able to help our state. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, kudos to you guys for, for doing that and, and, and bringing these great jobs to, to West Virginia and keeping your company here. What would you say is the best thing about being in business here in our state? Well, I have really enjoyed um, the support that I've had yeah. in working in the state um, with the Small Business Administration. 
they have very much embraced new businesses and trying to, they've offered training to help us and they've supported us throughout the process. Mm -hmm. So I'm not positive that I would have had that same level of support if I'd been somewhere else, because I really feel like the local um, agencies that want to, to increase economic development and they want to see these companies come in and start and be successful, mm-hmm. they really take an interest, a real personal interest in seeing you succeed. Yeah. So, and that's interesting that you mentioned that because I get, I get that quite a bit. You know, the SBA, the SBDC, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what, how, did, how did you get, you know, plugged in with the SBA? I mean, how, how did that all come about? So um, one, I just cold called and said, I'm thinking about starting a company. What would you suggest I I do to learn um, the required regulations that I have to follow, um, the the typical the things that I need to do from a business license perspective, tax perspective, um, company structure perspective. And what I like is that the SBA and the SBDC they they work together. So the, what the training that the SBA offers and the SBDC offers is different, but complementary. So they would refer me to, you know, back and forth based on what my need was. And, and it was fabulous. I mean, they, they made it much easier for me to take that first step. Yeah, that's excellent. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that uh, advice, because I think, you know, people who are listening to this, maybe thinking about starting their company or maybe they're, they're a year into it or something like that. The SBA and SBDC are great resources. And I just, uh, I'm encouraged when I hear somebody like yourself talk about that, because I, I do think that that's a resource that people should utilize. It's there, take advantage of it, right? Well, and like I said, you you really get individual attention. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm just a number when I go in there, right. and and people remember you, and they remember what your issues were, and they follow up. Okay, so cool. I just I'm not sure you would have that in a bigger in a bigger city or in a different state. Yeah, great uh, great point, Lisa. Um, even though our show is called Positively West Virginia, I like to um, each episode I like to have our guests talk about their worst business moment because I think there's so much that can be gain from an experience, somebody who's, who's been there and gone through it and has been able to persevere and come out the other side. Take us to that moment of your worst business experience so far since, you know, since you started this in 2011 and take us to that and, and, and talk a little bit about that time in your life. So as I mentioned, when we first started the company, you're very optimistic. You're trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to have in place to, to, stay uh, in terms of regulations and Mm -hmm. requirements, stay in place. Um, When we actually decided to finally go after our first piece of work Mm -hmm. in federal contracting, you actually put together a proposal and then you submit the proposal and then you find out if you want or not. We were very overconfident as to what our chances were of winning the first proposal. (laughs) And so the worst moment, of course, was finding out that we did not win uh, our first attempt. Hmm. And it was actually a great life lesson. I mean, it's something you have to you deal with, you know, in every stage of your life. But it was just we we were very optimistic and then we became a little more realistic. Hmm. Um, and optimism takes you so far and then you have to get realistic and you have to sit down and you have to come up with a plan. And having that plan ahead of time, we had a plan ahead of time, but then you have to tweak it based on things that happen. Yeah. And in our case, we took that and we tried to learn from that. And then you just keep going. You know, you have to be resilient. You have to learn from the, the things you do win and you don't win. 
and then just move on. Keep going. Keep going. I mean, you know, Winston Churchill said it best. Don't ever, ever, ever stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's such great advice. And, and uh, you know, it, it's like you said, uh, optimism only takes you so far. Then right? realism right. sets and, in. Yeah. Yes. And it's a, and, and realism is an important part of it. Right. Yeah. I think nobody nobody starts out. You never start out thinking that it's it's going to be so difficult that you're not going to be able to overcome. And, you know, the first time you lose, that's that's an eye opening lesson. Well, what was that? What was the how did how did you respond to that? I mean, obviously, you have some partners here, the other founding members. They're all gung ho. Hey, we're going to be successful. And then you come back and you, like, what do you say to, to lift that team up? What do you say to get them thinking about hey this is our first first shot we're going to be very successful let's keep going how do you how did you respond to that well you know basically you have to in my mind when i talked to the team you know obviously we had lost this first proposal and you know what we're not going to win everything we go after okay Mm -hmm. we have to keep trying Mm -hmm. you have to be able to fill that disappointment right but then you have to regroup okay and move forward Mm -hmm. and with engineers it was actually easier to do that because i think that you know they saw it for what it was and and we managed to regroup and we continue to pursue things we are very we're very focused on the opportunities we do we do pursue now we don't just pursue everything just because it Mm -hmm. may or may not work out we're we're very focused on what it is we want to do and where Mm -hmm. we want to go and one of the one of the things that I actually have talked to my partners about is, you know, you have to figure out what do you want to be when you grow up yep. um, as a company. And and that's a that's a tough question. And it's a question that we ask ourselves repeatedly every year to make sure we're still on on the track that everybody is comfortable with. Yeah, I love that intentionality that you have and that you're bringing to the team and saying, look. You know, the, the focus is everything. Honestly, I just actually just wrote a, a column on this, this idea, and it, I used the acronym FOLLOW ONE COURSE UNTIL SUCCESSFUL. FOCUS. It's an acronym, right? And uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing what can happen when you do focus and get your team on the same, you know, on the same wavelength, so to speak. So I really appreciate you taking us to that spot. And man, what a great lesson for you and your team. Lisa, I want to take a quick second to mention some of the incredible sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia. And they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is Lisa Fritch with Agile 5 Technologies. All right, Lisa, thank you for letting me uh, take a second to recognize those sponsors. Let's get back right uh, right into it. Lisa, what is the, the vision that you have for your company long term? What How do you see that uh, playing out? You, you mentioned what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, what do you guys want to be? <laughs> where, where are you heading? Well, what we want to do is we want to continue to grow our company. Um, but we also want to be able to grab some of the business that's out there in the federal marketplace and bring it back to West Virginia. Mm. And a lot of the work that is out there in the federal government space can actually be done at the site of the company. Mm -hmm. Um, So our goal is to, one, grow, as I said, but also to grow in such a way Mm. that we're able to bring some of that in here and we can can actually um, utilize the skill sets of other people in our community and, and grow that. 
and grow that that foundation of knowledge so that mm-hmm. we can we can actually help I mean, the state, and we can stay here. That's the other thing. You know, we want to stay in West Virginia. That's very important to us. Yeah. How do you how do you go after those new contracts? How do you attract them? Well, it's a lot of business development and getting in front of clients and talking to people, a lot of networking, um, and not just networking with the federal government, but also networking with other small, medium, and large businesses about upcoming opportunities and what it is you can do to um, help their efforts be more successful. You know, it's not always all about you going after it as a company. Sometimes you're working with another company or, you know, multiple companies to try to make these to try to win this work. Yeah. So you mentioned so, you mentioned these these government contracts and, and what what I mean I know you you know probably don't want to get too detailed about it but what what are some of the areas you mentioned the justice department is that a good area of focus for you guys? Well, it it certainly has been um, a fabulous agency to mm-hmm. work with. Yeah. Um, and we've also worked with the Department of Defense. Okay. And we have We've also got some contacts into um, other aspects of DOD, such as Army, and I'm trying to think. I think we had one contact in Navy that we were working with mm-hmm. where we were pursuing some additional work. So there's a lot of different things. There's, there's agencies that are located here, but there are also agencies that may not be located here, but where the work can be done here. Sure, yeah, and yeah. Trying to target that is, is one of the things we're really looking to do. Yeah, that's that's great. And what about as far as the, you know, the the private sector? What are some of, what are some of the categories that you're you specialize in there? Well, so we have um, worked on mobile applications mm-hmm. in the private sector, yeah, and that's been really useful. In fact, one of the ones that we've worked for um, is WVU Urgent Care. They have sure. an app that is out where you can check wait times at different facilities and determine which one of these facilities you want to go to based on how long your wait will be. Um, And we have that for both iPhone and Android. That was one of the projects we worked on. We also worked on um, some things for the local uh, CBBs, so the visitors bureaus, um, so that they would be able to access all the events that were going on in a particular area. And then we also support um, some work where we've developed some custom software solutions for commercial clients Hmm. where they had particular needs and there was not already a product out on the market that served their needs. So we were able to talk to them, walk them through what it is they envisioned and hopefully deliver on that vision. Yeah, that's great. Lisa, um, as somebody who received their uh, MBA, Master's in Business, business Administration, um, somebody who's from West Virginia, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners, maybe entrepreneurs, somebody thinking about starting their own company rather than leaving the state for an opportunity? What's one piece of advice you would give them uh, in, you know, in their journey? Well, I think that you really need to understand what it is that you want before you can figure out how to make that next step. Mm. Make sure you understand what you want and then research what it is that is already in the area where you can either pursue the skill sets that you need to have to accomplish those goals or in the event of, of actually starting a company, you know, get the education necessary to do that and then check and make sure that you understand the environment that you're moving into. Mm. Um, and that's, that can be tricky, but, you know, based on when I first started, 
I wasn't sure what my company was going to be. I, I considered a number of different things. And when I did the research on some of these ideas I had, I realized that this maybe wasn't the right area for a certain um, idea or that there was already enough competition in the area and maybe it didn't make sense for me to pursue a business in that area. Yeah. So those are things I think anybody would need to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's excellent. And I think, you know, when you're talking about you know, what is it you want to do? It kind of goes back to that answer you gave a few minutes ago about the direction of your company, right? What do we what do we want to be when we grow up? It's almost the same question you have to ask yourself. You know, what do I, where do I want to be mm-hmm. in 10 years? You know, if I'm thinking about starting this, is this going to get me closer to that goal of where I want to be, right? And then the, right. you, you think about, like, your talents, you know, the things that you're good at, the, the you know, the uh, the passions, you know, what what – does your heart break for right uh the the marketplace what what will you get paid to do right because you can follow your right. passion all day long but if the market doesn't support it you've got a hobby not a business <laughs> so i think your advice well, is, and, is on point well and it and it can be tough right i mean sometimes i've seen people who can take ideas that when you look at it just in the market okay it doesn't seem like it would necessarily do well, but then surprisingly it does. So sometimes you can just be a ground, a groundbreaker, right? You can, you can change it up and there's nothing wrong with that either. It it just seems, you just have to figure out what your level of risk is that you can handle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Great advice. Lisa, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Well, I think it's really important to have a work-life balance. Um, that's actually one of the things that uh, my company focuses on. So every day I make sure to take some time out of my day to keep a perspective on where I am with things and to make some time for my family. And I realize that's probably not exactly what you were thinking, but I have found that that helps keep me centered Mm -hmm. and it helps me it just helps me keep focused on the long-term objectives. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, you know, having priorities and having, you know, having uh, areas of your life where you're focusing and balancing, I think it's extremely important. Uh, you can't do everything all the time, 100%, right? And so I, I, no. lo- I love that. that. That's that's awesome. Uh, and thanks for sharing that. You can have all things. You can have all things, but you can't have them all at the same time. <laughs> there you go. And that was great. That was a great piece of advice somebody gave me, and I try to keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Um, well, we actually have a computer program that we use called Trello. It's um, it's an online system, and it's basically like an online whiteboard. Hmm. Um, and you can put out all the ideas that you're tracking or you know, staffing things or hiring, anything that affects your business, you can actually put into this system and then track what's going on with each one of the issues. And you can allow access to however many people in the company need to have access to it. Uh-huh. But that way, instead of being able to sit down and have to have, you know, a, a roundtable discussion to keep it, catch everybody up on the latest, greatest business development um, mm-hmm. update or staffing and hiring updates, everyone can go to this board wow. and read it themselves. That's amazing. What, how do you spell my, it? It's called T-R-E-L-L-O. Great. I'm going to um, have to check that and out. And in my case, my, yeah, it's very, it's very useful. And my team is very 
scattered in terms of where they're working on a day-to-day basis. So we're not in the office able to have meetings in the traditional sense. So that gives us the chance to be able to know what's going on. And then everyone can read up on things so that when we sit down and have a meeting, we don't have to go over those details. Yeah, that's great. I'm I'm definitely going to check that out. Thanks for sharing that for sure. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people, entrepreneurs? Well, my favorite, the one that really helped me at first was the book, Who Moved, Who Moved My Teeth? Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very famous book. A lot of people um, have read it. It was, I think it was on the, uh, the uh, New York Times business bestseller list for like 200 weeks. Um, it's an easy read, but boy, you know, there's four main characters in this book and you will find yourself in this book. You, you. I'm not going to say which one I identified with, but I think anybody can read this book and identify with some, with one of the characters. And it's, it's a very interesting, eye-opening way to look at businesses and even the way that you're looking at life in general. Yeah, so. that was by uh, Spencer Johnson, who was a, I believe he was an MD that wrote that book. And we'll make sure on our resource page for positivelywv.com we have links to every book that's been recommended over the last year and four months or, or so so we'll make sure lisa that we get who moved my cheese up there for sure that's that's a great one lisa if you could meet anyone in west virginia who could help your business get to the next level who would it be we're all about making connections here so if you if you know i mean obviously you're connected around west virginia since 2011 running this company but is there anybody out there that you would like to meet uh, that you just haven't uh, had opportunity to do so yet well i would obviously being in the federal arena i would love to meet with our congressmen and our senators i mean i think it's always good to to have discussions with them so they understand how important certain federal regulations are to the business success in north central west virginia um, and being able to, to take certain monies and make sure that you're actually applying certain grant funding to this area and supporting the idea of the diversity of the economy. Um, so those are people that, you know, I may have written with that. I may have written to them or spoken to people on their staff, but I do not know them personally. So yeah. I, I would say probably that would, that's where I would go. Excellent. Excellent. We'll try to uh, see if we can make a connection here for you. That's great. That's great. Lisa, this is, uh, this has been excellent talking with you. Uh, have, has there been anything that I kind of glossed over that you would like to add to this conversation with, with regard to uh, your company or, or anything like that that we haven't covered yet? Well, I can, I just think that it's, it's good to go back and to reiterate, you know, just some of the things that has helped our company be a success is one, um, I couldn't do it alone. And that is one of the reasons I have partners. Um, everyone brings something different to the table and uh, you cannot overlook anybody's contribution. I mean, everybody's contribution is important. Um, and then I think also just the fact that we do have opportunities in the state that are available and you don't have to leave the state to get good paying jobs in the technical field. They're here. You just have to look around. Yeah, that's great. That's speaking right to my heart because I love that. And that's what uh, one of the missions of our show is all about is help educating and inspiring people to do exactly what you're doing, which is you know starting a company, employing people, being successful and creating opportunities right here in our in our state of West Virginia. So so thank you for that, for sure. Lisa, um, how can our listeners learn more about you and, and your company, Agile 5 Technologies? What's the best way for them to do that? 
Well, we actually have um, a website, agile5technologies.com. You can go there and we have overviews of the various skill sets and products that we specialize in. Um, We also have a Facebook and LinkedIn page, so you can always contact us through those um, avenues as well. Yeah, I think that's how you and I connected was on LinkedIn. So that's great. I know you're very active there. So, well, thanks for that. And we'll make sure we have links to all those things, uh, social media and your website up on our website, PositivelyWV.com. Lisa, it's been an honor and a pleasure to get to know you over the last half hour or so. And uh, I I really admire you and what you're doing and your team uh, in Fairmont there and, and really bringing technology and technology opportunities in terms of jobs. Uh, good good quality jobs and what you're doing in bringing some of these defense contracts and government contracts here into West Virginia. I think it's awesome and I, I, my hat's off to you. Well, thank you so much, Jim, and I really appreciate talking to you too and ha- being on your show. Yeah, thank you. You've done a great job too and I appreciate it. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, wvnews.com. Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan, as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Lisa Fritsch and Agile 5 Technologies, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. We appreciate all the comments and encouragement and reviews on uh, social media and on the podcast as well. We, uh, please keep those coming. Thank you, guys. Um, and, of course, we I- encourage you to, to share our uh, these pod- podcast stories on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.